Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. I've been talking about the fruit of the Spirit as the primary focus of cultivation in the garden called Our Life. My focus in this podcast is the sixth fruit listed by the Apostle Paul, and it is goodness, found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. St. Paul's use of the word goodness is drenched in virtue, but it is a virtue expressed in words and deeds. To succinctly express the nature of Paul's use of the term goodness, the sixth fruit of the Spirit, one can conclude that kindness, the fifth fruit of the Spirit, is nearly a synonymous term. When we think of a kind word or action, we automatically assume that that word or action is virtuous and therefore good. This is the gist of Paul's use of the word good as one of the nine fruits of the Spirit. So, how do we distinguish between the two fruits of the Spirit, kindness and goodness? The Greek word for goodness, the sixth fruit of the Spirit, is akathosone. William Barclay's Daily Study Bible Commentary on Galatians says of these two words, goodness and kindness. Agathosune is the widest word for goodness. It is defined as virtue equipped at every point. What is the difference? Agathosune might and could rebuke and discipline. Christostes, the Greek word for kindness, in contrast, can only help others, usually gently. Jesus showed Agathosune when he cleansed the temple and drove out those who were making it a bazaar. But he showed kindness, Christostes, when he was kind to the woman who anointed his feet, despite the condemnations of others. The Christian, the believer, needs that goodness, which at the same time can be kind and strong, said Barclay. Agathasune is therefore active, even aggressive goodness. The English word goodness includes many pleasing qualities, whereas the Greek word indicates one particular quality. It is more than an excellence of character. It is character energized, expressing itself in active good. When we say someone is a good bricklayer or a good chef, we mean that their skills and experience in in these categories of life generally create sturdy brick walls and delectable meals. Yet the good bricklayer might be mean-spirited, and the good chef might be unskilled in the necessary art of sacrificial love. In other words, being good in a craft need not imply a goodness that is morally and relationally virtuous. We've all heard of good athletes or good business moguls who are not very good to their teammates or their employees. 
The relationship here between faith in God and the outpouring of goodness toward others, including those who oppose us, is also directly tied to the God-given roles bestowed upon all people in the Genesis account of human origins. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, when the Bible describes Yahweh as making the human being in his image, the inference is that humans are designed to thrive when obediently reflecting God's character to the rest of his earthly creation. This includes God's kind goodness in caring for his creation. And perhaps the most striking prophetic reference to the significance of goodness in the human task of faithfully being God's image bearers is the pronouncement of Micah the prophet in the 8th century before the birth of Christ. The prophet says, He hath shown you, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Chapter 6, verse 8. The prophet tells his ancient audience that goodness is not an abstraction difficult to understand, nor is it something that God has withheld from showing them. Neither is, is it a goodness detached from action-oriented virtue. Micah proclaims that the three major characteristics of the faith-filled journey with God, acting justly to all, jumping at the chance to show mercy and walking in humility under the sovereignty of God are virtuous actions reflecting our commissioning as God's servants. So the good Christian bricklayer or the good chef is called to build walls and prepare food with growing skill and devotion, of course. Yet they are also called to be good in the virtues befitting the goodness of God. So what is the goodness that needs to be done or spoken today in your life? Help us, O Lord, to cultivate goodness in the garden called our life. In my next podcast, I will spend a few moments offering St. Peter's take on goodness, his perspective in mapping out the most significant building blocks of growth in Christ. Thanks for joining me on Soul Stirrings.